Sherwood Trust is a private place-based foundation that supports community capacity that everyone in the Walla Walla Valley has a sense of belonging and contributes to a thriving region. I'm Brian Hunt, CEO of Sherwood Trust, and our work continues the legacy of Donald and Virginia Sherwood's efforts to make the Walla Walla Valley a better place. Thank you, Brian. This is Julia Levitt, Program Director at the Sherwood Trust, and I'm going to look at my notes here to share a little bit more about the event participants heard from local and national experts in racial healing, equity, and social justice. Our keynote speaker was nationally renowned Dr. Gail Christopher, and she is an award-winning change agent who is widely recognized for designing holistic strategies for social change. She is the former senior advisor and vice president of the W.K. Kellogg Foundation and past executive director of the Institute of Government Innovation at the John F. Kennedy School of Government at Harvard University. And here today in the studio with Walla Walla Music Organization, we have Terry Barilla from Community Resilience Initiative and Guillermo Coro from Walla Walla Immigrant Rights Coalition. They will be talking a little bit about the questions that all the speakers talk to during our community learning event. The questions are, how do you practice empathy and equity in your day-to-day life? What have you learned or unlearned about equity? And where do we go from here? So with that, I'll invite Terry or Guillermo. You can decide who goes first. Thank you, Julia. And I would like to start by responding to that first question about empathy from the standpoint of a statement that Dr. Christopher made. I almost lost track of the entire rest of the event because I kept thinking of this statement. She said, this is about learning to see ourselves in the face of others. And I was so taken by that sentence. And now we're left with the the results of that in terms of a a deeply uh, exacerbating and entrenching reality of inequity. So now is a moment. We didn't know when we created Truth, Racial Healing and Transformation that this moment was coming, but it is here. And this moment is calling us to, some people use the term reckoning, and it is a moment of racial reckoning in this country, but I prefer to think of it as an opportunity, an opportunity to tell the truth, to face the truth, uh, the multiple dimensions of our past and our history, to to heal from the harm that's associated with, with many of those truths, but most importantly, to transform. And what are we transforming? We are transforming our innate capacity, our ability to see ourselves in the face of the other. Doing what she said, we are looking to the humanity in each of us through that lens of love. So this ability to to connect with one another, it means self-awareness. It requires a certain amount of self-love and self-compassion that is extended to others. And that's really the foundation of the capacity for empathy, doing the work of, of, of loving ourselves and forgiving ourselves. Because we can't give what we don't have. And if we're going to extend compassion to others, 
it's going to come from our ability to have compassion and empathy with ourselves. And there is a movement in this country right now to, to increase capacities for self-compassion. It's most notable within the nursing profession. It's gained the most traction in the nursing profession because nurses, you know, do suffer from compassion fatigue. Oh my goodness, especially now after what we've been through with this pandemic. So this effort to, to help nurses develop, I'll call it muscle really and connective tissue to demonstrate compassion for self we're finding that there's less burnout and there's there's just a greater level of joy and there's just greater happiness in the work when people practice self-compassion and it really is a practice it really is taking time in your day to make yourself okay you know to forgive yourself for the things that you didn't quite get right uh, and to appreciate the gifts that we've been given of this life. It's temporary, but having it is truly a gift. And so self-compassion undergirds the development of empathy and the capacity to extend that compassion to others. Learning about our own ability to see ourselves first, and it, it has to be from that self-love, because if we go to blame and shame, then, then we can't move out of that. And so we, we have to be gentle with ourselves first and foremost, because most of us in the United States anyway, were raised to believe in that innate independent nature where we just have to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, whether you have bootstraps or not. And so we have to learn that this is not an individual journey. This is truly a journey of togetherness and that witness effect listening to each other. It's that witness effect that, in fact, in the original adverse childhood experience study showed reduced return medical visits and emergency room visits because someone felt valued as a human being, in this case by their physician. So something as basic as being witnessed as a human being, regardless of your history or because of your history, um, helps us all to learn and be conscious. So it sounds like a really straightforward way to build empathy is to listen, to listen to people's stories and to come from a place of openness and curiosity when listening to those stories. And I'm curious, Guillermo, if you could add a little bit. Um. Just by being witness, you are trying to transform uh, a, a story and give it another perspective. What I mean by that right now is a stigma to be uh, indocumented. It's a stigma to cross the border. Um, it's a stigma to be an immigrant. And in, in between that, the protection is I'm here and I'm not going to share how I came here. And that protection is goes beyond you, it goes trying to protect your family, your children, and you are losing something that is vital for you. You are losing part of your life. And by being witness, by listening to somebody's story, is validating who you are. It's validating uh, that you, you are coming to, a, to be a better human being. It's, uh, it's something that you have to be aware of that. Also be very protective with what they are sharing with you. 
the way that I've developed over the last decades, which involves bringing people together, literally in circles, diverse people together, and inviting people to share their stories, but doing so in a way that is affirming and that creates a sense of belonging and, and helps to foster the consciousness change that we're talking about. I feel how, as by listening these stories, the people who are telling me these stories are healing, are emptying that, that process, that, that trauma that they have. Also, uh, the fact that after they are, are telling their stories, they, they, they can look in another perspective, their life is uh, another process of healing. Um, it's very challenging. The, the as Terry was saying, the, we have to see the humanity in, in other in, in the other people. I, uh, it's something very challenging because even ourselves, um, we still have some prejudices. Uh, I'm sorry to for the the pronunciation, and we have to look that inside of us before trying to ask for empathy for for other people. Uh, this is a big step for me. It, it is very exciting and, and uh, uh, to know the people is working towards social, uh, racial healing, towards um, uh, racial equality is very uplifting. Uh, I'm really proud that we are having this conversation. I'm really hopeful that we can keep working towards uh, healing uh, our humanity and we can start for our community and that's wonderful thank you so a fundamental foundation of this work is what we call narrative change let's start to tell a different story now telling a story at an individual level at a collective level at a national level in our archives in the things that we celebrate in the monuments that we have let's tell a story of america that is broad and comprehensive and perhaps most importantly, honest about how we came to be the richest, most powerful nation in the world. And that honest story starts with each of us. I echo what Guillermo said. I am excited to know that people right here in our communities, Milton Freewater, College Place, Walla Walla, Prescott, Dixie, Waitsburg, and Dayton are working toward racial healing equity, and empathy. I am hopeful that each of us has the opportunity to build self-awareness, practice compassion for ourselves, make time in our day to make sure we're okay, like Dr. Christopher shared. And as she also shared, practice seeing ourselves in the face of the other. Like Terry said, demonstrating empathy for others requires us to care for ourselves. And as we care for ourselves and others, we each have the power to share our own story. Like Guillermo said, we also have the power to listen to other people's stories. Together, we can change the stories we share with our children and grandchildren. We have the opportunity today to share how we worked to build equity and empathy in our communities. Thank you for joining us to practice creative ways to demonstrate empathy and equity. I'm Julia Levitt, Program Director for the Sherwood Trust, 
please join us for the whole series of community workshops we're hosting. Next up, on June 16th, we will focus on rural leadership. On September 16th, transformation through arts and culture. And November 16th, civic engagement. You can find out more information and register for community workshops on the Sherwood Trust website, www.sherwoodtrust.org. Thank you again to Dr. Gail Christopher for sharing about truth, racial healing, and transformation, as well as my local guests, Terry Barilla from Community Resilience Initiative and Guillermo Corro from Walla Walla Immigrant Rights Coalition. And a special thank you to Rodney Outlaw from Walla Walla Music Organization for producing this podcast series. You can look for the next podcast following each event on June 16th, September 16th, and November 16th, where you get your podcasts, or on the Walla Walla Music Organization website, wwmo.org, or the Sherwood Trust website, sherwoodtrust.org.